0: Where's Lewis? Oh, Lewis! Lewis Howard. The professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis.
1: Hey, welcome one, welcome all to another edition of Lewis Howard live broadcasting to you coast to coast on some of the world's best podcast platforms. Thank you, Blog Talk, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podcast.com, about four or five others. I can't remember at the time, but it's given us over 100,000 listens and downloads to the show. And for that, We are appreciative to every time you tell a friend to join in and hear a little bit of knowledge, insights, tech edge, pop communication to make you the best version of yourself. So, we're going to jump right into it. We got a new show, new thoughts. We're going to throw some your way for the next 20, 30 minutes. So, just rest your feet, your mind, and your time, and let me throw down some stuff that I think can make a difference over the next 10, 15, 20 years of your game plan. So today we're going to talk about shift, right? And for you motorheads out there, for auto guys, everyone knows that to drive a car, you got to shift, right? You got to learn the gears. I remember as a little kid playing around with the car and messing with the shifter and accidentally put it in gear and the car started to move right? That's the way life is. You got to put your life in gear in order for your life to move. If you're stuck in neutral, right, you're not in gear. And so your tires are spinning, the motor's running, but the car is not moving. Another way to look at shift is the wind because we can't see the wind. It is an intangible force that comes our way and blows in one direction or the others. You know, I was just in a private pilot ride to go up to a certain place, uh, San Juan Islands, in our area where I'm broadcasting the show from. And so the pilot was teaching me about wind and wind shifts and wind pockets. And so if the wind switches direction, the pilot has to adjust his course. Otherwise, the wind will blow him off course and he'll end up in the wrong destination. Same with boating. Every boater knows that if you're going against the wind or you're hitting waves, you've got to adjust your course so you don't crash into a wave or end up on the side of a shore where you're not supposed to be because you didn't manage to win. So think about your life where things blow in. Right. Problems blow in. Challenges blow in. Opportunities blow in. People blow in. You got to shift right and you got a sense when it's time to make a change especially if you're on a team you're running a business you're in an organization there are times that things shift we all know people that got left behind cuz they didn't change with the times right they didn't change with the wind they didn't switch gears they're still in park and everybody else is in drive so Think about this in the construct of what your goals and your missions are, which is a big word. And everybody likes to talk about goals and talks about their grind. But really, if you don't respond to shifts, momentums and opportunities, then you are going to miss out on the next wave. Right. There are still some people using the typewriter because they didn't make the shift to the computer. There's still a few people got a tracks out there because they didn't make the switch to CDs, right? There's still people out there with 1980 hairdos because they didn't make the shift to the 2000s, right? You got to shift. We all know people that didn't shift. They're still running around with their high school letterman jacket on talking about how cool they were when they played football. And they are about 40 pounds heavier Right. And got a whole lot more furniture than they had when they were playing football. They didn't make the shift. Right. Where is it in your life? Are you stuck that the wind's been trying to blow you in a direction, but you're not going into that direction because you are stuck? So let's we'll talk about a few kinds of people that get stuck in the shift. That don't move. And maybe you know some of these people and maybe you are one of those people. But either way, hey, the good news is if you're listening to the sound of my voice, it's because you want something better than you already have. And you want to change and you are a student of knowledge and you're trying to get somewhere. So even if you're one of these people I have described, hey, the good news is you can become different today. So let's talk about a couple different people that we know that get stuck in life because they don't make the shift. The first is drifters, right? And drifters are people that just sort of go with the flow, kind of got that hippie vibe, right? You know, we all grew up with the guy with the shades on and he was just cool, right? And we all wanted to be like him because he just felt like he had the world by the short hairs and he knew where he was going, But the reality is he didn't have a direction. Cool was his destination. Right. Right. A lot of the hippies in the in the 60s, they would just get in a VW bus. They didn't have a destination. They were just going on an adventure. And an adventure is not a destination. It's an experience, but it's not a destination. So if you hang around with drifters, you don't end up any place. Right. Or you end up in some place that's not really consistent with your destination is because they don't live by a plan. They don't live by a purpose. They get up in the morning wet their finger and stick it up in the air. And whichever the wind is blowing, that's the direction that they are going. So if you are a structured person that gets up at 6 a.m. to be in your business, in your school, or in your work, and you see the person that's out there that does seem like they have a care in the world, and somehow a little envy rises up in you because you, f- you figure, I wish I were them. No, you don't, because that person is wandering aimlessly and doesn't have a destination. That's a drifter. A drifter doesn't shift. A drifter doesn't move, right? Let's put it another way. The difference between fish, right? I love salmon, right? Do I got any salmon lovers out there, right? I appreciate tuna. I love sushi, right? But the difference in those fish is salmon swim upstream. That's why it's so good, because they go against the grain, right? Tuna does not do that. They float downstream. They just go with the grain. Right. So that's the difference. And that's why a tuna is a fatty kind of fish, which makes great sushi. And that's why salmon is lean, full of oils and things that are healthy for our body, because this salmon has fought its way upstream against the gram. So here's the question. Are you a salmon? Are you a tuna? Right. You have to decide that it's not an indictment either way, but you got to decide. Am I just someone that goes with the flow? I'm not concerned about shifts. I'm not concerned about dates and times. Right. Then you're drifting. Right. Maybe not the best place to be if you want to be a history maker and a world shaker, because those kinds of people don't drift. Champions, billionaires don't drift. They don't flow like that right? They may look like it, but then when you don't notice, they're on their grind, right? So that's number one is to talk about the drifter, people that miss the ship. The number two is, is hoarders, right? There used to be a TV show called Hoarders On, and it was a show where you watch these people just store up stuff, right? I work in affordable housing, and so I deal with certain of our clients that are hoarders, right? And hoarders don't make shifts. They don't change. They just need more stuff. So these type of individuals accumulate people, places, and things in their life unnecessarily. They don't need them, right? They got a whole bunch of friends, right? A whole bunch of people they run with. Right. That's not really helping them. And they're not really changing the course or direction of their journey, but they just think they need them. There are women that's got to have a boyfriend. Can't be alone. I don't care if the dude's ugly, run down, toe up from the flow up. She'll hang with him because she needs to have someone in her life. She's hoarding relationships. Right. Instead of saying, hey, shifting is about letting go. Of the old and embracing the new. But you can't have the new if you keep holding on to the old hoarders. Hold on to the old. It may not even have value. You know, you drive by some people's houses that got a car that ain't ran in 25 years. And if you ask them to get rid of that car, they will fight you. Tooth and nail to hold on to a car that ain't running and probably never going to run. But it has what we term sentimental value. Your stuff has sentimental value, but it ain't add nothing to your life you're hoarding. What kind of people do you have in your life that you need to send to the goodwill? That you need to call St. Vincent de Paul to come pick up? Because they are not doing you or your dreams or your goals any good. You're hoarding relationships, right? Hoarders do that, right? I don't want to be around a hoarder because they're just going to stack up a room full of problems, challenges, issues, right? Some people, believe it or not, they hoard problems. They like problems. So they will go out and they will look for problems They will look for challenges. Right. I was over uh, what's called the U District uh, part of Seattle. And there are people that stand on the corner just waiting for you to come back so they can confront you about something. Right. They're looking for an issue. They hoard drama and trauma. I don't need those kind of people if I'm trying to get someplace. I need my space clear. I need my elevator limited with only the right people that are adding to me, that are helping me shift, that are helping me come in, too. So we've talked about drifters and whores. If you just tune into the show, we're talking about how to make the shift, how to catch the wind right, how to put your life in gear. Right. I love Ferraris. Right. One of my favorite vehicles. And the reason why I love it because. The top speed of the best Ferrari is about 220 miles an hour. You can get on it. It's got seven speeds. You can get on it, right? So do you want your life to be a Ferrari or do you want your life to be a Hugo? Three speeds, top speed, 60 miles an hour, right? But if you don't change, if you don't overhaul your engine, you don't overhaul your mindset, you might think you are Ferrari, but in reality, you are a Hugo. And for those who don't know what a Hugo is, you can go Google it, right? It is a car. I don't even know if you can call it a real car. You go Google it, and you'll know the difference between a Ferrari and a Hugo. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I want to drop two more type of individuals on you. And then I want to give you five or six ways that you can make the shift in your life right today. You can start today putting your life in gear in a different way that makes a difference for you, your family, your finances, and, of course, your future. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. We're going to take a break real quick and promote some of our sponsors. We'll be right back
0: after these messages. The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to MillionaireClub.org or call 206 728 Jobs. Hey, thank
1: you for joining us and being part of another crisp, detail, principle-driven conversation to help you become the best version of yourself. You're listening to Lewis Howard, and I am Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live, bringing it to you. Hey, don't forget that I got a best-selling book called From Here to There that is available on Amazon Books, and you can get that book. Sometimes I offer it for free through Kindle. And so if you are uh, on Kindle Publishing, you can also get a copy of the book, as well as my second book, Inside the Mind of Champions. Uh, that's also available on Amazon. You know, only, we only do it big here. Right. going to put it on the best. iHeart, Amazon, wherever I can get to the top. That's where I'm going to be. So my books are in the best place. We have a new book coming out called New Wine. That'll be out in the next six months. And so we're going to have that book out and I'll probably do some uh, book signings and then some Zoom podcasts. So you guys can call me in and ask me any questions about the new book, but it's going to be a burner. Yeah. New wine. So I'm excited to get that hot off the press, working on it. Got to get the editing and all that stuff done among the million other things that I have going on a daily basis. But I'm committed to keep putting out good stuff, just like we're doing the radio show. So we were talking about before the break, describing different type of people who get stuck not making the shift in life. Their car is stuck in neutral. Their plane is drifting off course. Did you know that a plane could only be off course 1% and crash into the side of a mountain? Just 1%. It could have 99% corrective course action, but 1% which could be the wind blowing them slightly off course. That's how your life is, right? So if you got hoarder people coming into your life, they may not seem like they're making a big impact on you and you may think you're managing them, but every time you have to invest time, energy, resource, and money into those people, they're slightly pushing you off course course. You know, one of the things I had to do over the last 120 days, which was very difficult for me, is I had to block people. I had to take people that could not call me on my phone, could not reach me by email, so that I could get some things done that was pretty critical to my path, right? Now, you could judge me for that, right? Because some of them were family members, quite frankly. But... You know, if you don't do what you got to do, then don't make an excuse when you don't get done what you're supposed to get done. Right. Because sometimes you can't complain about what you permit. So if you permit certain things to go on in your life, then you can't complain when you don't get the outcome. So I took the risk of being judged and criticized, right, by blocking those people. But you know what? I got what I needed to get done, and I got an A-plus in every category. I can't say I would have done that had I let the drifters and the hoarders and people run around in my life taking up unnecessary time and energy from me. All right, so two more people I want to— Uh, actually three, that I want to talk about. So we talked about the uh, drifters. We talked about the whores in terms of not making the shift in the identity. The other ones are the big talkers, right? Big talkers, man. We all know big talkers, right? In Texas, they have a saying for a big talker. They call them all hat and no cattle. Right. They got the game down. You know, them. they can talk to you about politics, business, entrepreneur, the latest stuff they done smoked had, whatever. They, they know everything. They are big talkers. Right. And you get drawn into the conversation. They know about everything that's going to happen before it happens. Right. And they'll tell you, listen to me. I got it down. Right. They're always talking about what they're going to do. Right. What they will do in the future. But here's the deal about a talker. They just keep talking. Right. They don't talk. Right. These are the people that post a lot of stuff on social media about what they're going to do or what they've done. And then when you see them in real life, you're disappointed because it don't measure up to what you saw on social media. They said they had a Cadillac, but they didn't tell you it was a 1963 toe-up from the flow-up Cadillac, right? So this is the trouble when you fall into people that talk a lot. They're not about it. They just talk, 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 right? Don't spend time with that. It's a lot of waste of energy, and they never shift into gear. They never get where they are supposed to get. Uh, They're big gamers, but they never win the big game. And they always have a reason why they didn't, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, whatever it is. So big talkers are a big part of not making the shift. They will stall you spending time listening to them about what they're going to do. They're, in fact, they're not going to even execute on it. Uh, next ones are the hustlers. These are probably my favorite because I grew up around them, Right. I started getting hustled when I was like five or six years old. And it started with the old guys sitting around playing dominoes, looking for somebody to hustle. And here come you, you know, wide-eyed, naive, thinking you can beat them, but they already got the game down, right? My grandfather used to say this, if you walk in a room and there's a bunch of people in there and you can't figure out who the sucker is, it's you. It's you, right? If you can't figure out who's being hustled in the room, it's you. Right. So I didn't know that it took me a long time. So I got hustled a lot because I didn't realize that I was the hustle Right. So hustlers, these people, I don't I think they come out the womb hustling. They, They got dice games going. They always you know, they're selling merchandise. They're always on the hustle. But the reason why their hustle works or the way that their hustle works is because they're hustling you for your money and your time and your resources. So what you did went out nine to five and put in, they hustle you out of it. Right. Hey, brother, can you spare a dime? Can you can I borrow a cigarette? Can I borrow your car? Can I borrow your girlfriend? They don't stop. Whatever limit that you give, they'll go at it because that's what a hustler does. They're like a vacuum. Their job is to suck out of your life what they need in their life and never give back. These are the people, you loan them money, don't even think about getting it back. Don't even think that they're going to pay you back. You do them favors, you got to go help them out 3 o'clock in the morning because they done got their life in the ditch. Do not expect them to do the same for you. These are hustlers. Right. There are entrepreneur hustlers, right? So here's the deal when you're dealing with entrepreneurs and and you're dealing with, you know, multimillionaires and billionaires, they're hustlers at another level. Because here's what they're hustling for. They're hustling for their dream. Okay. They're hustling for their goals. And either you are a part of your own dream, or as Grant Cardone say, you're part of somebody else's dream. You're in a hustle, but it's either your hustle or it's somebody else's hustle. So that took me a long time to work because I worked for millionaires forever. And I thought I was fulfilling my dreams and my goal and my vision. But in the end of the day, they were hustling me for their dreams and their organizations and their monies. They walked away with the millions and my life was in ruins. Right. So some of you today want to be entrepreneurs, you, you got a gift in you to start your own business, but you've been hustled, right? You've been hustled and you're frustrated. And the reason why you're frustrated is because you work in somebody else's land. You're not working your own land. You got to start working your own land. And if your land is getting your GD, your college degree, work your land and get that, right? Don't spend time trying to help other people with their problems while your problems lay in ruins. I did that. I was the nice guy who thought if I helped enough people get what they want, that I would get what I want. Didn't happen. Right? So beware of the hustlers because the hustlers, you'll think you in gear, but they take in your gas as you drive and you end up, you run out of gas or money or time or energy. Many of you out there are tired and you know why you're tired? Cause you've been hustled. You know, everybody wants a piece of you. They want a piece of your time and your money. right? I remember my grandmother used to get tired of us because it was eight of us, right? And she was always cooking, she was always cleaning, and she was always doing whatever she needed to do to provide for her house, and she just was good at it. But there were times when she would get irritated, and she would say, "I am not a restaurant. I am not a dry cleaner, right? I am not a hotel." Because she was tired of being hustled. Are you tired of being hustled by hustlers? Then it's time to shift gears. It's time to go in a new direction. It's time to slowly back away. Now, one of the things I just want to remind you about when you're making shifts, don't just go cut people off. Right. Because some of them you might be married to. Come on. Some of them may be your family, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Some of them might be your children, right? So you just can't cut people off. But what you can do is start redefining the nature of your association and your relationships with them. And then you start to slowly just pull back, right? Right not returning all the phone calls, not returning half the phone calls, not returning all the texts, not responding to all the emails, and just slowly pull yourself back where you have distance between yourself and them. There's, hey, look, I got a lot of people that I love from afar. I don't love them up close and personal. I love them from afar. Here's how I tell you how I structure my life. My life is structured like a building. I have an elevator, I have a lobby, and I got the street. And usually my relationships are in one of those places. You're either in my elevator, which is a very limited number of people that gets on my elevator. Otherwise, you're in the lobby of my life, right? Which means you're just coming and going. I may pass you. And then if you get demoted from that, you on the street, okay? We need to do that. We don't want to set boundaries with people. We just put everybody in our elevator, Right. Imagine if you're a world leader and you let everybody inside your security bubble, you're probably not going to live very long because somebody's going to get in there and have bad intentions. That's why the president of the United States has five or six layers of security. You cannot just walk up and talk to a president, a king or a queen. That's not happening because they have layers of security to protect them from people that might want to do them ill harm. Do you protect your life? Do you have layers of protection or do you just pick up the phone when anybody calls? Look, I got 300 agents that decide at any moment that they have an emergency and they decide to call me. I do not pick up the phone every time it rings. I can't. Right. Because an emergency on their part is not an emergency on my part. Poor planning on their part is not mean, I have four planet, right? So you have to look at your life. That's why some of you can't get your goals done. You can't get to your dream. You can't get to your next stop because you got hoarders and drifters and hustlers in your way that is holding you down. My last group are the excusiologists and the victims, right? These are people that won't shift gears because something happened to them Five years, 10 years, 20 years ago. Right. As I tell people, I got a room full of excuses and I have not always been treated the best in my life. I can tell stories with the best of them. Right. But one of the things I realized that if I really want to get to my destination, my excuses and my past failures and abuses and things that happened won't get me there. Right. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta separate those in my mind. It's not necessarily that I forget those, but I can't make them part of every conversation, every relationship. Look, to the fellows out there, you've all dated a woman that you dated the last guy she dated. Right? We've all had that experience. Why am I paying for what that Joker did? Right? Cause she ain't let go of what he did. She can't get back at him. So you next in line, right? So you hear things. I ain't never let nobody going to do that to me before. Well, I ain't even done it in the first place. Well, I got to hear that, right? So this is what happens in life. When you carry baggage forward, I got to deal with baggage. I wasn't even around for 25 years ago. I wasn't there when he slapped you. I wasn't even in town, but I got to pay for it. Right. How many of us make other people pay for things other people did? It's not fair to them. It's not right for them. You blow opportunities that way. You blow relationships that way. I know people that I've managed. They got an attitude. I just showed up and they got an attitude. Right. Already. I just met them five minutes ago and they got an attitude. It didn't come from me. It came from everything leading up to that. And they didn't know how to let it go. Right. You got to learn how to let it go. Here's the thing that I've learned over the years. You got to have a short memory. You got to forgive quick and you got to have a short memory. And forgiveness is not for the person. They don't care. They've done what they are done. They're gone. The forgiveness is so you can sleep at night because while they're gone, you're still tormented by it. And that's what it becomes. It's an evil torment. When bad things happen and you can't let it go, it's a torment. And you got to find out how to let it go. Look, I've been in a lot of bad deals where people stuck the knife in and turned the knife. Right? And there was nothing I can do about it. And now I got to go deal with a new partner. Now, what do I do? Do I stick him with a knife? Do I distrust them? Right? Do I try to cover every angle? No, I got to let it go. Is there a risk that I might get screwed again? Of course there is. This is life. Life is a bully. Life will knock you down and keep you down if you let it. It's a bully. So how do you handle a bully? You get a Louisville slugger and you knock that out of the bully. That's how you deal with a bully, right? So when you let life push you around, you become a victim of it, right? We got whole groups and organizations that just are built around that, right? And that's what they're going to be, right? AA says that I got to be an alcoholic for the rest of my life, okay? I got to be a victim of what I dealt with 20 years ago for the rest of my life? Uh Uh-uh. Now, I make a mistake and I become a felon. The system says I have to be a felon for the rest of my life. They'll let you have X, but you're still a felon, right? So you got to let go of that. And that's not up to people to do. They're not going to do it for you. You have to decide, you know what? I'm kind of done with that. I'm kind of done with that. It's time for me to shift gears and go in a different direction. I'm going to leave you with all of that. Good luck with that. I'm going to move on. Right. That's how you get away. And whoever's associated with that, whether it's people, place to think, leave them. Bye. See ya. I'm out. Deuces. Right. You got to get on to it. Cause again, if you just keep trying to deal with it and get unstuck from it, it takes a long time. I know this person. I just paid off, you know, $1.3 million in debt. And it took me 10 years of blood, sweat, tears, and cheers to be able to do that. There was a lot that I had to let go. There was a lot that I had to sacrifice. There was a lot that I had to forgive in order to be where I'm standing today to share this with you. It wasn't easy. I'm not saying it's easy, right? But this ain't Cracker Jacks. You don't buy the box and get the prize, right? You, get, you go for the prize, you, you have to pay the price. Nobody just gives away Super Bowl rings. The team pays the price to get there. And you have to keep, you know, one of my favorites, like NBA, because you got to go through so many rounds in order to get to the NBA finals. And every round, the opponent gets tougher and tougher and tougher. Cause guess what? They're trying to get to that ring, too. That's what life is. Right. So you got to toughen up yourself so I got I can play six rounds and still get to the championship. You can't be out in two or three and making excuses. Right. We've seen the teams that should have won the game, that didn't win the game, start making excuses. Right. And as a fan paying two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, I don't want to hear your excuses. I want to see your victories. Well, think about what your family and your friends and your relationships and your children and your your sons and your daughters are looking. They're not looking for excuses out of mommy and dad. They're looking for results. So you got to let go your past excuses, your past hurts, your past pains and disappointment and get to work in your land so you can get to the next level so you can be the first in your family to break the chains. Right. The change of whatever you're fighting or whatever you're dealing with. So so we're talking today about how to make the ship. All right. So let me give you just some ways to identify shift time. Right. When it's time to make a shift, we know when you get in a vehicle, when you start the vehicle, we know at that moment in time, it's time to shift. Right. Start the vehicle. Put the vehicle in gear. Let's go. Right. So life is like that. Life will give you some indicators of it's time to make shift. One is discontentment. If you find yourself in situations where you're constantly discontent about it, you don't like it, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's some it's a message to you that it's time to do something different. Either have a promotion in that uh, organization or it's time for you to find a new opportunity. But if you're constantly discontent and I don't want to show up for work and I don't want to be around these people and I don't want to be around it, it's because life is signaling to you. Heaven, the universe is signaling to you, might be time to make a shift, right? Uh, fear of the unknown, right? If you think about something and you get overwhelmed with it, and it's bigger than you, and it's stronger than you, right? I was watching one of my favorite things. You guys know by now is the movies. So I was watching Rocky Number Eight. I think it was Rocky Balboa, and it was the young gun fighter, and he had knocked everybody out. He was thirty three and oh, and he he just was a beast, right? And he got so high minded that he fired his manager and trainer, and and he and but. The crowds didn't like him because he was fighting nobodies. Right. And so he went back to his old manager and long story short was the old manager told him, he says, he said, you've been fighting nobodies. He said, you need to fight somebody you're afraid of. You need to fight somebody that hits back. And when they start hitting back and you start feeling that pain, then, you know, you're on to something. Right. So fear is an indicator of you time to take the risk. Right? It's almost an alert. Most people think fear is a time to run, right? A time to let go. No, fear is abs- at actually that last piece that's standing in your way. Right? Fear knocked on the door, faith answered, no one was there. Right. So you have to face the fear. What are you afraid of today? I used to have a friend ask me, he says, What would you do if you weren't afraid? So it's all about just understanding I got to take the risk. And there are some things that are standing in a way that are bigger, stronger, more powerful than you. And that doesn't mean you should be afraid of it. Again, that's life being a bully trying to keep you from what is divinely, goal plan and dream wise yours. Think about people that have done great things in history. Right. People that pioneered things before it was a thing, right? Thomas Edison made the light bulb before it was a thing, right? The fear of being rejected. Henry Ford creating the assembly line for the vehicles we enjoy today. It was a thing before it was a thing. He had to be willing to take that fear, investing millions and millions of dollars into something that had no guarantee that it would work out. We got some people that are afraid to get out of bed. That probably is going to work out for you, right? But you won't take the risk, and so fear limits you from taking the shift. Age. Hey, talk about age. You get to a certain age, it's time to make a shift. You, if you're 50, you can't be doing the same thing you were doing at 20. Nobody likes to see that guy in the bar. I'm just saying, right? You got to kind of decide at a certain age, I'm done with this. Right? I got to make a shift. I got to make a change. I see this all the time where I got grown men acting like 20 year olds. It's like, bro, you need to grow up and grow on because you're trying to play a game that ain't yours to play, number one. Right? So I love it when young guys always say, What is up, OG? And then I always tell them, I am, but my game is young. I guarantee you, game-wise, I'll run a circle around you, right? Because I'm changing. I'm constantly growing. Physically, yes, I'm reaching certain milestones in age. But mindset, I'll run a circle around you in the middle of the night while I'm asleep, right? Because that's how I hustle. But it's because I've changed. I've moved. When those zeros hit, when 20 hits, 30 hits, 40 hits, 50 hits, 60 hits, 70, 80 have you made the change that is relative to where you should be in life or are you way behind? And age is no excuse. I was sharing this story with someone the other day. Ray Kroc started McDonald's at the age of 54, right? When most men were about to retire, he was a milkshake salesman in Chicago and started the Mac. McDonald's franchise i don't know about you but there's not a day i don't go by and see a line through the drive-thru at mcdonald's right so he made a shift the the colonel as we all love his chicken over the years started that at the age of 63 right where most men was done at that age at that time when he started that they were done Right. So it doesn't matter what age you are. It's about making the shift, making the change. There's a new term I want to share with you called the convergence zone. And that is a time in your life where age wise, mature wise, you are in the zone. You are hitting it. You are, man, you are unstoppable. You are having victory at every turn. Everything you touch turns to go. That's the conversion zone. And you want to get to that zone because that's a world changing zone. That's how people do big things from hitting that zone. But if you still carrying baggage from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and you haven't made the change, and you still run around with your letterman's jacket on, right, then you got to make some change. You know, a-, a woman marries a man because she wants to see him grow and evolve into this champion, into this Leader, right, and when you get stuck and you're, I heard a guy say something very interesting that that, that talked about that. He said he used to watch sports, right? And he was into cheering the teams on, and and there was a certain amount of exhilaration and participation and emotional investment to see his team win, you know, and make scores. But he realized after that he was empty. Because it really his life didn't score. His life didn't change. The team won, but he was the same old person. Right. So you got to know in your own individual self. We do this to children. Right. When a kid gets a certain age, we don't expect that kid to still be crawling. Right. We expect the kid to be walking. Right. We don't have 15 year olds crawling. Right. Would look weird. Okay, so we grow and we mature. We got to make the shift. So it's all about that understanding that at a certain age, it's time to make the shift. Open doors. Sometimes open doors come to you and that's a sign that a shift has come to you. Uh, A person comes. A place comes, a things comes, something you've been dreaming about suddenly shows up and now you have the opportunity to take the next step in that career, to travel to a place, to go live in a different place, to to get a scholarship or a grant to do something. That's an open door. That's an indication that it's shift time. Right. That it's time to take advantage of something that has come to you as a result of you attracting the idea through however you did it. Right. But do you know that some people blow those opportunities? Do you know that when those opportunities, jobs come, some people will make excuses. Some people will uh, get an attitude about it and they miss it. Here's the deal. You also have to learn about opportunities that I have learned, and it's a valuable lesson. So if you haven't paid attention to anything else, pay attention to this. Sometimes things don't come packaged in the way we want them packaged. And so we'll think it's not the opportunity that you are looking for. But sometimes opportunities are hidden within opportunities. You take the opportunity. So let's give you an example that maybe you want to make $100,000 a year, but the opportunity only pays you seventy a year. So your inclination is not to take it because it doesn't pay you the money. But here's what happened. You get in there and you work the job. You get the experience. One or two things are going to happen. Either they're going to promote you within the company to a higher position or another company is gonna see you and see your skill set and hire you and give you the money that you want. But where would you be had you not taken the opportunity for experience to be in the company? You'd still be washing cars or driving Ubers or doing whatever else you do in the meantime, right? So when an opportunity comes, it is an opportunity for shift. So hopefully you get this thought to embrace the new, embrace change. Get out of your comfort zone and you'll be pleasantly surprised what's on the other side. Hey, thank you for joining us for kind of an extended show today of Lewis Howard Live. We gave you some extra insights. Hope it was worth your time. And if you found value in it, tell a friend, share a friend, download it, give them the link blogtalkradio.com forward slash Lewis-Howard. Or if you're on your smartphone, you can go to iTunes or podcast.com and you can get all of our shows. I think we're over 300 plus shows that we've done. So we got plenty of material and content out there for you. Hey, we're here daily. You can download to get the show and you can catch us 24-7 around the world. We're in five countries and the U.S. and Canada. So no excuse not to join in for a few minutes and get something from Lewis Howard Live. Hey, we will see you again next week on something
0: tech edge pop smart and game changing for you